everybody. Welcome to Eyewitness News. Mornings at 10. We are going to get you all caught up um, with the top stories of the day, of course. Yeah. Jam Master mm. Jay, that's another one that's a really big story. More than 20 years after his murder, that trial is set to begin. Opening statements underway more than two decades after that killing. Janice Yu is going to have more for us from downtown Brooklyn in just a moment. We're also talking cars, buying cars specifically, and there are some great opportunities these days to score a good deal on a used car. But finding them, that can be a bit overwhelming. So we're going to bring in Nina. Nina Pineda is going to be here at the table with some guidance on how to score the best deals. Nice. Championship Sunday behind us. Now we officially know who's facing Ooh. off for America's biggest sporting event of the year. Usher versus Taylor Swift. Just like, <laughs> it's the San Francisco 49ers versus Mike's Kansas City Chiefs. So the question on everyone's mind, number one, did Mike stay up last night? But number two, <laughs> will the Chiefs' biggest fan be there on uh, Super Bowl Sunday? Fortunately, the AFC championship was the early game. So that started at yeah. 3 and wrapped up around 6.30. What an incredible sight, though. You uh, see people that have been following that relationship to see <laughs> this is a big moment. Taylor Swift on the field with Travis. It was so Kelsey. cool to see that. Yeah, yep. we all saw that. My daughter, my six-year-old, all of a sudden interested in football because of Taylor Swift. Thank you for She's saying that. She's a draw. That. She's quite she the draw. She yeah. is. She's talented. For She's everybody. talented. In fact, Saturday night, mm -hmm. my son's birthday is today, by the way. Happy birthday happy to birthday, Roman. Happy birthday, Roman. Turns 10, so now we've got a double digit. Wow. Child in the house is crazy. So anyway, but he wanted wow. to watch the Taylor Swift Eras concert, which is now streaming. Mm -hmm. So we watched that Saturday, oh, three man. hours. We were Taylor Swift all weekend <laughs> That's long. Busy and, weekend. Uh, and you know, yesterday was a great day to stay inside, it was. watch a little football. I know. Started with a wet. Uh, beginning to the Monday, yeah. what are we going to finish up with? Yeah, you know, I was joking yesterday. If ever there was a day that you shouldn't feel any guilt about <laughs> staying inside and watching football all day long, it was yesterday, and that's exactly what I did and probably a lot of you as well. Uh, today, things are quieting down. The uh, radar clearing out, but it is still cloudy, it's cold, and it's blustery. 38 degrees right now in New York City, uh, but the radar does look better. Most of us across the tri-state are in the 30s, but just above the freezing mark, mid to upper 30s to start our Monday morning. But this is a difference maker. You probably noticed the wind yesterday. It's a similar range with gusts 25 to 30 miles per hour this afternoon, so it really contributes to the cold feel. The blustery, cooler conditions settling in today as the storm system pulls away. As we zoom into Suffolk County, that's where we're still seeing action on radar. A little bit of a rain snow mix near Brookhaven as you head out east. It's all rain. Give it another an hour or so and things will be dry across the board. And from there, mostly cloudy with maybe a couple breaks in the cloud cover, offering a touch of sun right before sunset. I'm not super optimistic we get a lot of it, but I'm rooting for a little sunshine today as these showers wrap up and the blustery cooler conditions settle in. For the majority of the work week, it's a quiet weather pattern ahead of us. Dry conditions, seasonably cold temperatures, but there's just not a lot of sunshine. As we close out the work week, Friday, that's our next chance for rain. And I'm uh, thinking and Sunday, we're finally getting sunnier. Oh, I'm hoping for it. I'm ready for a little sunshine. Yes, yeah, we no, all are. Me too. Ooh. Haven't seen that since the last oh, yeah. Super Bowl by the Chiefs. That was last year. <laughs> That's the last so. time you felt happiness, buddy. <laughs> no, no, we got to no. talk about that. No, no, no. <laughs> the sun it. will make everybody's mood probably improve. Hey, we got some top stories to tell you about this morning, including this rally underway right now in support of the How Many Stops Act. And tomorrow, the New York City Council will vote on whether to override Mayor Adams' veto on this. So this bill mandates that the NYPD log every interaction with the public, which the mayor believes will really slow down the force's ability to protect the public. Over the weekend in Harlem, NYPD officers pulled over New York City Councilman Youssef Salam. Now, he's one of the members of the Central Park Five that were exonerated. Police say that they pulled him over because his car windows had dark tint, and that's not allowed. Although Salam says the officer never gave him an official reason for the stop. We'll have more on that part of the story coming up at the bottom of the hour. 
The Queen's District Attorney and the NYPD expected to speak in about an hour um, about two brothers indicted on a list of weapons charges. Earlier this month, police raided their apartment in Astoria, finding an arsenal of homemade weapons. Uh, they included ghost guns, explosives, and a 3D printer. Happening right now, opening statements are underway in the murder trial for hip-hop icon Jam Master J. It's been more than 20 years since he was shot to death inside his studio in Queens. Two of the accused killers are finally standing trial. Eyewitness News reporter Janice Yu live in downtown Brooklyn. Janice. Good morning, guys. You know, as you can imagine, this is a long time coming for family and friends of Jam Master Jay. As you mentioned, opening statements are underway right now. And despite tips and witnesses the night of the shooting, uh, there were no uh, arrests made until 2020. So the two men who are on trial right now, Ronald Washington and Carl Jordan Jr. are inside the federal courthouse here in downtown Brooklyn right now. And they are first facing murder charges for allegedly shooting and killing Run DMC's Jam Master Jay back in 2002 inside the hip hop group's recording studio on Merrick Boulevard in Queens. They both pleaded not guilty to murdering the hip hop icon. As for motive, prosecutors say Jay was going to cut Washington out of a drug deal, though the artist's family insists he was not involved in drugs. Now, Jam Master Jay was a part of Run DMC, a group credited with bringing hip hop mainstream and paving the way for future artists. Now, if convicted, uh, they both face a minimum of 20 years in prison. And there was actually a third person arrested in connection to his murder as well. That person is set to start trial next year. Live in downtown Brooklyn, Janice U Channel 7. Eyewitness News. Janice, thank you. Some other stories that we're following. President Biden vowing to respond after three U.S. service members were killed and dozens more injured in a drone strike in Jordan near the Syrian border. These are the first American troops to be killed since the start of the war between Israel and Hamas. Iranian-backed militias have attacked U.S. troops more than 150 times since mid-October. We had a tough day last night. Meanwhile, CIA Director Bill Burns is in France. He's trying to negotiate a deal between Israel and Hamas. Israel would pause military action for two months in exchange for the release of more than 100 hostages. Kate, the Princess of Wales has officially been discharged from the hospital after undergoing a planned abdominal procedure. A Kensington Palace spokesperson said she's returned home to Windsor to continue recovering and is making good progress. Kate, if you remember, was admitted to a hospital in London almost two weeks ago on January 17th for surgery. It was a surgery that the palace described as successful and non-cancerous. She's expected to resume her public duties later this spring. Well, we showed you something similar last week. Take a little look at this right here. These platform barriers going up on subway tracks in Washington Heights. Now they're at a station in Brooklyn. This is the next step in the MTA's pilot program. Crews installing these yellow barriers in the Clark Street station and riders were reacting to the new addition. I think these things, especially when it's crowded, you know, they help to kind of keep the, uh, you know, keep the crowds in line and keep them, keep them, you know, the way they're supposed to be and people, you know, if people want to do something, you know what I mean, crazy, they're, they're, they're going to find a way to get around it. But this is a good deterrent. You know I mean? MTA officials say they're also planning on installing the barriers at the West 8th Street New York Aquarium Station, along with one other station that has not been picked yet.
So we've got a new local push to curb those annoying robocalls. The it is worst. so wild to me that this is still such a big issue. Today, New Jersey Congressman Frank Pallone is introducing legislation that would tackle this problem. Specifically, he's targeting this loophole. Now that's why this is still an issue. A loophole created by a Supreme Court ruling in 2021, which excluded a majority of robocalls from consumer protections. That led to a rise in robocalls and those texts. Mm. Yeah, I mean, how many times the vehicle's warranty expiring, all those things it's that so they try to tell you. I don't even own a vehicle, right? and yet yeah. I get that. So, so here's who is taking charge on this issue at this point. Congressman Pallone, that's because he's the ranking member of the Energy and Commerce Committee, which has jurisdiction over the telecommunication policy, the FCC and the FTC. The announcement expected in less than 30 minutes. We'll be following closely updates throughout the day. Still ahead here on Mornings at 10, a house for a dollar. That sounds good, right? Sounds yes. pretty good to me. A house for a dollar. <laughs> pretty incredible. Well, it is a dream that is about to become a reality for some lucky families in Newark. We'll explain. Definitely need to explain playing that one. Plus, it is tax time. And who better to tell you what you need to know than seven on your size, Nina Pineda. She is going to be joining us in just a bit. You're in the market for a new car, trying to figure out which car is going to stand the test of time can be the hardest and most important decision you make. So as usual, when I'm confused about anything, we call <laughs> Nina Pineda. She sure. joins us this morning sure. to talk about where we need to turn. Fix yeah. this problem too, Nina. Guess what? I just had to extend my lease because new cars are really expensive right now. Yeah. 45000 is the average for a new car, 27500 for a used car. Crazy. Oh, wow. And the interest rates are crazy, like between 7 and 13%. Ooh. You have to have a really good credit score. So I just extended my lease because I don't have it, you know, just with the holidays, I don't have it saved up or anything to get a new car. And you have to be really, really careful. That's why you have to run a vehicle history report. Some of the things you may have, you may have heard of Carfax or AutoCheck. Um, if Carfax has used car listings on their site and they will include a free credit, a free history report. Mm. You really need that because these history reports will tell you a lot of information about the car um, if you can buy one as well. But this is what they will tell you. They'll tell you if the airbag ever deployed, mm. the odometer records, because there's a lot of problems with rollback. If there's a lemon status, if that car was a lemon, um, previous ownership, you really want a car with just one owner or two owners at the mm -hmm. most. You know, when a mortgage gets passed around, it's the problem. It will also give you important information about when it's been serviced and warranty records, title issues, and really important, accidents and damage. Okay, so that seems like a lot of things, but it's not totally comprehensive. I want to know what the report doesn't tell you. I think about all the flooding that we've had recently. Oh, yeah. I mean, true. what about a car if it was underwater? Does it tell you that? And you'll find this interesting. We did something for our uh, streaming thing on spotlights about flood cars. Yeah. New York rates in the country. New York is number two for the amount of flood cars being sold in New York City. That's surprising. In and around New York State. Yeah. I wow. Know because all these cars come up from the south, and they don't have to come from the south anymore because we have flooding right here in our area. Yep. Um, so sure. what? Th there's this weird loophole. So dealers don't have dealers have to disclose if they know if a car has been flood damaged okay. or in an accident, but they don't have to know. You know what I mean? So they right. have to tell you if they know, if they know. but they're not required to know. It's like some lawyer. Uh, yeah, it's just a weird loophole. So here's yeah. what this these are some of the cons and the criticisms of these vehicle history reports. There's inaccuracies and then sometimes there's errors which are uncorrected, even though you submit information, say, hey, my car didn't have this. It goes uncorrected and they're dependent on these resources 
for being accurate, like police reports, insurance uh, records, repair shop records, and what's being disclosed by dealers and auctions. So all of that has to be correct. I think Carfax said to us before when we did a story, they look at almost, they upload almost 5 million records a day mm. and look at almost 130,000 sources. Mm. So there's bound to be mistakes on that. So you really need right. to be, you need to be careful. Right, so I mean, and the report, it holds so much weight when you're trying to like sell a car or buy a mm. car. What do you do if that information is wrong? Well, we have a story actually coming up at noon where nice. there was a, a man in um, Long Island. He had double the damage on his car. So he went to sell it. The car should be worth around 18. The dealer was saying, your car has 12 has four accidents. He has a dash cam of two accidents that did happen, both not his fault. We're looking at him. And the Carfax said four. Hmm. That knocked off almost $5,000 wow. from the oh, uh, yeah. value of his car. Yeah. So he was like, I'm not going to sell this till I get it corrected. But he's been trying to get it corrected since August, submitting the um, records and all that, the d disclosures, getting affidavits from his insurance, mm -hmm. and filing a complaint with uh, AG's office. Even with all of that, since August, he hasn't been able to clear it. At noon, we'll have a, a preview on how wow. we helped him and what can also help you. But no matter what, the most most important thing you can do is check the vehicle history because even if it's inaccurate it's going to give you some some information that you're going to need yeah. Yeah, about the report but always really important get a test drive it you know don't just buy something unseen or undriven you'll be able to hear and maybe smell if it's been flooded and just hire a mechanic a mechanic will cost you maybe 200 bucks yeah. but with making an investment this big on a used car yeah. you really need someone to it. go over it no, that makes sense. Yes. Well, uh, Nita, while you're here, stick around because we were talking about tax season and tax yeah. season kind of yes. started <laughs> today, right? That's mine. That's, that's my husband that, was already like, get your stuff together. <laughs> yeah, uh. so what do we need to know? You, can, you have to know your deadlines, first of all. Okay, for, you have until April 15th. There was a lot of wishy-washy with the pandemic, but now that hard out is back. April 15th to file until, until you get an, unless you get an extension. And then pull your return from last year. That'll give you a good idea of where to start. Okay. Uh, assess the big changes in your life. A lot of people started working differently, working from home. There's some write-offs you might miss about working oh. from home. You can write off some of your heat, your internet, for whatever portion oh. of your house you're using. And then check your payment for side gig. Very important. If you had a side gig, like driving for somebody, maybe, you know, bartending for, for at parties, everyone picked up these side hustles. If you made more than 500, 400, you need to report that. Mm. Mm. Um, and there is something really unique coming up for New York City taxpayers, though. This is awesome. Just moments ago, city officials announced the launch of something called New York City Free Tax Prep. And it's going to provide free professional tax prep services that can really help you understand and get your full refund. Nice. So we're going to put everything you need to know about this on our website on ABC7NY. Good deal. Um, That's great. Yes. And the one thing you need to know is when you're filling out online, mm -hmm. make sure you check very carefully your routing number for your bank. Most of us file online and just get it deposited. Mm -hmm. If that routing number is wrong, we, you have to call us and we really have to jump through hoops to get your refund and there's a lot of stolen refunds now. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. 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 That is a I think we need to do maybe a story this week on on um, preventing your refund from getting stolen. Ooh, well, I, I know a, a great one. consumer reporter that can do that. Maybe you should <laughs> give her bells on herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nina. Uh, Good you, stuff. You it's always you. You're always the first call. <laughs> Finally. I've been waiting this entire time. But for a different reason. <laughs> totally not, different reason. Not because of the contest. 
let's let's tell you how we got to this point because the Super Bowl stage is now set. Yep. The 49ers punching their ticket to the big dance in a wild game against Detroit. A lot of people were pulling for the Lions yeah. who hadn't been to the big game. Unfortunately, this was not their year. At halftime, the Lions were up 24 to 7. People thought, okay, I went to sleep thinking, oh, sure, the Lions <laughs> yeah. got it. The 49ers stormed back to take the win, 34 to 31. In the early game yesterday afternoon, it was the AFC's turn. And Tell the us about it. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> won the battle against the Ravens. So <laughs> much talk all week about the Ravens. How could the Chiefs ever no. stack up against the Ravens? Yeah. Really boiled down to defense, and the Chiefs defense stepped up big time. Spagnolo, so you know, familiar name. Steve Spagnolo runs mm -hmm. the defense for the Chiefs. Familiar name here to sports fans in New York. Anyway, now the Super Bowl stage is set as we veer off, and I see you like, what are you still talking about? I'm like, what? and this is a, I know, I know, this is a rematch between between the Chiefs and the 49ers that yeah. we saw in 2020. We will see what happens this yeah. year. But okay, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> that was fun and all, but I think yeah. we know what we... Oh, this? Yeah. Yes. The biggest part of this story, in my opinion, social media going crazy right now, calling it the Taylor Bowl. Taylor and Travis going to the Super Bowl. This is, you know, she's only been in the league for six months. She's already going to the Super Bowl. It's amazing. And I know what you're all wondering. Will Taylor Swift be able to make it to the Super Bowl? Because her Aeros tour is starting back up. She'll be performing in Tokyo the night before. So I am a scientist. Oh, you know I'm a scientist. You know I'm going to be crunching some numbers in my spare time. Tokyo, 17 hours ahead of Las uh -huh. Vegas. So let's assume, assume she gets off stage 10, 11 o'clock Saturday night on February 10th, the flight from Tokyo to Las Vegas, little under 13 hours. So basically, she gains four hours when she flies back. So she's got plenty of time to rest up, to watch Travis, and then head off to Australia for the next leg of her tour the following weekend. I mean, this is working out perfectly. Yeah, so you think she, yeah, she's, she's literally going back in time she's gonna be there. to make sure she can go to the Super Bowl? There's nothing Taylor Swift can't do. So she's you think she's going to do it? I, yeah, I mean, I guess there's no confirmation we should say that, but I think she's going to. This will be, she's been to 12 games so far this season. Sure. Her lucky number's 13. The Super and, Bowl's 13. And early on in the season, Travis didn't have a great regular season compared to his amazing yeah. career so far, but in the playoffs, I mean, he is locked in. So, so whatever's going no on. no choice because she's the good luck charm is what you're saying she's she amazing has to be there she's amazing on a, on a lot of different levels <laughs> a lot riding on her being there yeah by the way nice. there's somebody actually performing at halftime usher a huge yeah. name so he's usher, be... usher usher yes yeah, we love usher cool. um kickoff by the way for super bowl 58 is at 6 30 p.m oh no that's so late. 6.30 p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> oh, no. I know. They should they should totally move that. Or just call make Monday a national holiday. There the Monday after go. Super Bowl. Okay. February 11th. Look, look at us solving problems. Ah. I'm a foodie. You know it. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I think we all are here. Right? We all yeah. like I mean, I appreciate your, <laughs> yeah. you know, foodie is You can cook it, And then too. you yes. bring, bring very, it in. I'm, I'm a sampler. I'm very into it. Yeah. Yes. yes this yes. is true. New York City has some of the best food places I mean, to eat in the country. Totally. There's no arguing this. Yeah. But if you don't believe me, the James Beard Awards are backing me up. They just announced their semifinalists for the awards this year. And we got quite a few from our area. We yeah. should be proud. Some familiar mm -hmm. entries, right? Well, first, cool. let's mention Zob Zob. We profiled them on Neighborhood Eats yes. back in November. Love and, it. And now the team behind that spot is being recognized as one of the candidates for Outstanding Restaurateur. They're standing out by highlighting Thai food from the northern Isan region, which is just incredible. I remember that very vividly. Yeah. Yes. Very exciting. Mouth-watering yeah. seeing that yeah. piece. So good. A lot of other really notable semifinalists. So Superiority Burger is up for Outstanding Restaurant. Ooh. Faryal Abdullah at Havanmar is up for Emerging Chef. 
that's exciting. Oh, okay. And Make My Cake is up for <gasps> Outstanding Bakery. Sign me up. That sounds great. Yum. Yeah. Uh, quite a few best new restaurant candidates. Um, I love the name of this restaurant, Falwich. Yep. It's an Italian <laughs> restaurant. Um, I think that's what they call me in the DMs. <laughs> great name. Uh, Fox Face Natural. And one of my personal favorites, Tatiana by Kwame Unwachi. Um, mm. You have got to try the goat curry um what was it the patties that they made mm -hmm. and i had the braised oxtail from there too mm. so good. sorry i just had to talk that about it so it's right it was so good it's, it's right Center, across right? the street oh. yeah um if you want drinks places like cote or um all night skate and um i love this the name of this one double chicken please yep have you guys been there no They're but being, i ordered it <laughs> <laughs> being recognized for their contributions uh finalists announced april 3rd james beard winners um announced june 10th so there you go that's great i gotta get to tatiana it's kind of hard to get a reservation right i mean obviously they're amazing don't get a reservation just show up just show up even if i'm not shirley now god they're they'll still let me you know, maybe they'll just you know maybe you sit by the bar they know they know danny jump right in that, jump right in that food looks good though I've i'm in so. my uh, dino nuggets phase with the kids <laughs> yeah that's about as you know fancy as we can you could elevate that with a little like tomato reduction Ooh. there we go <laughs> the ketchup um, i like it <laughs> All right, so speaking of hospitality and food and all this, a yeah. new survey by the New York City Hospitality Alliance reveals that a whopping 95% mm -hmm. of New York City restaurant owners oppose a legislative campaign to eliminate the tip credit system, hmm. which allows employers to pay wait staff who earn tips less than minimum wage. So let's break down the reason why. Under the current law, restaurant employers in New York City can pay workers who customarily receive tips a base wage of $10.65 per hour. That wage combined with the tips equals or exceeds $16, which is the current minimum wage. Otherwise, they are required by law to pay the employee the difference. But according to the report, restaurant servers often make more, upwards of $20 to $40 an hour with tips. So restaurant owners surveyed say abolishing the tip credit would cost about $12,000 more to employ a full-time mm -hmm. tipped employee employee resulting in increased menu prices and eliminating tipping oh so eliminating tipping altogether mm -hmm. uh, helps to keep costs down for customers proponents of the bill like the fair wage coalition say the current system creates inequities among workers and they're asking for wait staff to be paid minimum wage if they're employed in new york city long island and westchester county the bill would also provide a 50 million restaurant worker recovery loan program to cover any short-term increased costs on employers well, interesting Hopefully they'll do whatever is fair to those employees because I just yeah. know working in the hospitality industry is such a difficult job. It is the most thankless job. They deal with so much. So whatever is right for them, I hope they work it out. They got your vote, yeah. Oh, yeah.